Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. Welcome to the show. I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my dear friend, Sarah Palmer. Dear friend, we've just met, so you're already a dear friend. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you for being here. Introduce yourself. Let us know who you are. First of all, thank you so much, Cindy, for having me on. And thanks to everybody who's listening now and in the future. Like, you are exactly where you are supposed to be right now. And that's why you're here. So I'm Sarah Palmer. I'm affectionately known as the permission to choose speaker, trainer, and coach. And I work uh, with groups of high achieving women and moms. And I'm hired by companies and organizations and event planners to speak to high achievers. I'm talking about those of you who are listening, you, you're probably a high achiever. I'm, I don't mean that you need to have a blazer on and be in the C-suite. I'm saying the people who get shit done. Yes. So high achieving means, you know, every goal that's ever been set for you, you've met or you're on the way. You know, when somebody said, I don't think you can do that. You were like, yeah, go ahead and watch me. Right. Hold my and beer. <laughs> oh my God, seriously. Hold any <laughs> beverage I have handy. Basically. <laughs> And now we're looking around at this point in our lives, high achieving, got everything done. You know, we knew what we were expecting to get when we got to this point and it is not here. So we are looking around, we are burned out. We are exhausted. We are tired. And what I do with the, my two signature programs, the one minute miracle method and the self-care slaycation um, is I show high achievers, especially moms, how to balance the life you want with the life you have now Mm. without having to run off into the woods and start over again. Mm, Yes. I think that's so important. And I we're passionate about that here at rebel radio is that balance between the masculine and feminine. And I always say, you know, you are not a human doing, you are a human being and we don't spend enough time being so definitely resonate with that for sure. For sure. Tell me more about this one minute miracle. So the one minute miracle method I developed, oh my goodness, probably about eight years ago in the middle. I mean, and I mean in the middle of a crisis situation, it just started kind of coming to me. And I love that some of the best things in the world come to people at times when they weren't ready for it, when they weren't expecting. But I totally believe that the universe is taking care of you and providing the things that you need when you need them. So in the middle of this really big crisis, basically it was the, it was the culmination of the end of my marriage. Um, Mm -hmm. I developed this five step system and it didn't come to me fully downloaded. I'm not, you know, John Lennon or Paul McCartney where I woke up and there's yesterday right there, but like, It came to me in small bits and pieces because of this event. And it helps it helps to develop decision making. And we were talking about that before we got on the air about the idea of making decisions sometimes feels like they never stop. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us make decisions on the fly thousands a day. I mean, at the very least, on a low day, we're talking dozens a day. 
-hmm. And how many of those are we comfortable with? How many of these are we actually proud of what we made the decision to do and not just like, oh my God, okay, well, I got to walk that one back tomorrow, right? <laughs> so the whole point of the one minute miracle method is it gives people a chance in seven seconds or less to be able to make more empowered decisions, decisions that you're actually proud of making at the time and after. That's the first three steps. And the last two steps are maintenance steps. They're the things we do uh, to help our foundation be strong and to actually build the neural pathways so that we can do the first three steps. Because, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, there's a lot of people out in the personal growth, personal development sphere that have these amazing systems, they're great. But you walk away from that training or that blog post or that you know podcast, you're like, this is so good. And then two days later, you've not done any of it because you haven't figured out how to actually work it into your life, which is 117% scheduled already. Right. So the point, one of the steps in the one minute miracle actually stops and says, wait, how the hell do we do this mm -hmm. for real in my actual life? And we lay it all out. Um, companies see this huge improvement in communication because all of their employees actually know how to approach a problem mm -hmm. in a way that they're going to be proud of that solution. So they're bringing their better selves to that conversation. And almost more importantly, individuals. So I'm talking about the people that are working the nine to five and then the entrepreneurs that are then working the five to nine. Mm -hmm. I love that phrasing. <laughs> You know, you got your nine to five and then you got your five to nine, at least for some people. It helps make decisions that make you proud of you just as a human, not always just as a somebody who's doing a thing. Like you said, human being versus human doing. Yeah. Just I'm at peace at the end of the day because mm. of the decisions that I made during the day. Oh, how powerful is that? I am at peace with who I am because of the decisions I made. That is so good. That is so good. So speaking about decision-making, <laughs> before we went live, we were talking about your numerology. And many know I'm a quantum numerologist. I talk about numerology all the time. Numer numbers are just math. And this is a way, it's the purest form of personality assessment that I've ever seen. So I shared a little bit of your numerology before we came live on the show. And I would love to hear what was some of your, what was like your biggest takeaway from what I shared with you really quickly? I think what hit the hardest was the idea that uh, you said that as a seven, that I'm a mover, that physically mm -hmm. I need to be kind of on the move to be able to make, ironically, make good decisions and, and be able to process life. And it tracks a hundred percent. I mean, if you go over to my Instagram, you're going to see videos of me and 99% of them, I am walking. Like right. I'm on a walk and I'm like, okay, you know what? Something just occurred to me that my people need to hear. Yeah. So the processing, the coming up with ideas, the kind of getting that connection back to myself first, kind of that centering down and then what's coming out for the world. That happens when I'm moving either with yoga, with walking, um, Right now, I'm not doing as much weight training and things because safety and all, but mm -hmm. just, yeah, moving my body and finding that that's what gets the crap out of the way in my head. It's like sifting everything through, moving it through a funnel, getting the stuff that needed to get, I needed to think about it, but I don't need to live with it. Right. That yeah. movement piece lets that happen. And you had said, when you don't move, your brain's going to move. Your brain's going to do the walking for you. And good luck sitting on the couch with that. 
Right. <laughs> with that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And the sevens also make a lot of decisions in their daytime. Right. And so learning to trust yourself and really knowing that those decisions are the right ones for you. Super powerful technique for a seven to have under their belt. I love it. Yes. Doesn't surprise me at all that the one minute miracle method come, you know, comes around from mm -hmm. a seven. Yeah. Or that the self-care slaycation piece comes around from a seven. And that's the self-care piece that we work with, uh, with both companies and with individuals. I have an individual program that I'm launching very soon called the six day slaycation. And that's something that individuals can uh, pick up and I'll have that. Oh, we'll talk more about the details for that later. If not, you can just pop to my website. It's on there. Yeah, absolutely. I'll make sure that everybody has your information if they're interested in that for sure. All the information. All the information. <laughs> <laughs> so what this word, this terminology of self-mastery is really the inspiration behind Rebel Radio because I feel like self-mastery is like trying to define the word success. What does it actually mean? And so I always ask everybody, what does self-mastery mean to you? And that's such a deep question. Like I said, before we got on, I was saying to Cindy that I've been listening to a bunch of the old episodes and it's fascinating to hear how different people define that self-mastery. Like you said, it's like defining what air is. Everybody's <laughs> got a different idea and they're all right. That's yeah. what I love. They're all right. They're going to hit with some people and not with other people. Yeah. For me, self-mastery is just the recognizing of who I am at this exact moment and doing two things at the same time, which is loving exactly where I am. If nothing ever changed, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And also recognizing what I want to continue working on, that I can see that there's improvement. Because being able to do both is not easy, people. It is not. <laughs> I love me and, you know, screw y'all. Mm -hmm. Or it's, you know, I'll love myself when. I reach this, you know, this financial goal, or if I look this certain way, or if my hair is this certain color, or if this person pays attention to me. Mm -hmm. So being able to do both, I love who I am, but this doesn't have to be who I want to be. I'd like to continue growing because I'm a human person that, you know, has all of this potential. Mm. That's that self-mastery piece for me, doing both at the same time. Oh, yes, I love that so much. And I think that's important because we're either we're like you said, we're either striving for something and then we're continuously chasing it and never happy or yeah. we're just like, no, I'm just going to stay here. But we're meant for expansion. We are universal beings and the universe is always expanding, which means we need to be always expanding and growing. So I yes. love that definition. Got goosebumps. It's good. <laughs> so as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, as a coach, how has self-mastery supported you in your journey? I think so the piece that we were talking about that it's both at the same time that it's mm -hmm. both I love me and I'd like to improve in this piece or mm -hmm. I'd like to work on that piece. I think the way that that's really served me kind of as an entrepreneur is that I recognize that I have to keep growing and that what has worked for me in the past may not work anymore and that's not bad. That's not, oh, well, I used to try it this way. You know, I used to reach out to clients like this or or I found that when I was delivering uh, coaching that this methodology worked really well for me and I'm coming back to it now. And this time, you know, in a time of pandemic, in a time of social and racial unrest. And when I un say unrest, I technically mean like 
I'm gonna be totally honest here, white people suddenly realizing what a lot of other people had been seeing and living for right. pretty their entire existence. Mm -hmm. You know, when when I'm looking around and saying the things that I used to do don't work anymore, I'm not panicked. Yeah. I'm not trying desperately to cling to something because it used to work. Right. That self-mastery is tricky because, hi, nobody likes change. Nobody likes change. Bless the people who are like, oh, yeah, let's just keep it moving. Let's shed everything on fire. Sure. <laughs> I, mean, I do that. <laughs> yes, you can burn it all down. On one end, yes. I'm like, burn it all down. Let's try again because we right. need more people helping out with this whole building thing. But right. the self-mastery piece helps me remember to, to give myself what I call backpacks of grace. Mm. Just, just everybody just wear a backpack filled with you know what we are doing the best we can right now mm -hmm. and what didn't work that's okay maybe it'll work again in the future i don't have to i don't have to set it on fire <laughs> but i have to know that whoever i'm becoming is going to need different tools than whoever i used to be yeah and absolutely. to stay curious Absolutely. And I think that's just par for the territory when we're constantly growing and expanding the things that we did three years ago aren't going to support us now because we're not the same as we were three years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So powerful. So another thing that we like to talk about here at Rebel Radio, which also doesn't really have a definition, is wealth. And as many know, I'm a wealth activator. What does that even mean? I help people understand what they want and how to get it. So wealth what does that mean to you? I mean, I'm a huge fan of not reinventing the wheel. So when I find somebody that has a really solid definition that resonates, then I'm happy to take that on. So mm -hmm. I am giving full credit to Patrice Washington on this. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She is phenomenal blogger. She's been a podcaster. She's been, she was on the Steve Harvey show for years talking about specifically just the money part of finance, but she has a redefining wealth. If you haven't checked her out yet, amazing. And she talks about the six pillars of wealth and she really focuses on the wealth being the 12th century definition, which is the well-being, not the money. The money piece is definitely one of them. But she also talks about relationships. She talks about space. She talks about, you know, fitness. And she doesn't mean, you know, sweatbands and Olivia Newton-John. Like, <laughs> whatever fitness mentally and physically works for you. Like, what makes your body feel like it's good. Like, we got this. Um, that's just a few of them, but I've been listening to her for a couple of years and, and that definition of wealth really helped to get me away from the laser focus on dollar signs and commas and really helped me say, how does this all like weave together? So yeah, that idea that the, it's the definition of well-being. Yeah, I love that so much because really, if you don't have your health, you're not wealthy. If you don't have healthy relationships, you're not wealthy. The dollar signs are just a side effect of your well-being, which is your wealth. And I love that holistic version of that. That's I'm going to have to go and follow her now because yes. <laughs> it sounds right up my alley. I love that. So good. Sure. So here we come to the one thing questions that everybody on the show loves. What is one thing that you wish every entrepreneur knew? That you don't need to work 12 to 14 hours a day to get it done. Oh that, my God. Fuck yes. Oh my God. Like <laughs> I, I appreciate the hustle and grind idea. 
And there are people that really do, I bless them. I think there's like two of them that actually <laughs> do like when they're on for 10 hours, they are on. And the rest of us are doing honestly like three hours. And then the rest of it is self-care. It is getting distracted and like cleaning the grout in the tub rather than actually write that email back because you're kind of worried about you, you know, what if I say it wrong or checking in with other people. So one of the, the one thing, if I can boil it down, work smarter, not harder. Oh my God, a woman after my own heart. That's like my tagline, <laughs> work smart, not hard. This whole idea of sweat equity, of burning the candle at both ends, busy being a badge of honor, it's bullshit. It's it not supportive. Again, you're a human being, not a human doing. And how are you ever gonna be wealthy and well rounded if you're sitting in front of your computer for 14 hours a day there goes your health there goes your fitness there goes your relationships and they're done that i know what that feels like yes yeah. oh absolutely no the idea that if i work you know if i work double digits a day even if in and if we're doing what i was saying before that you know the nine to fivers who then come home and work five to nine right mm -hmm. like even if they're doing seven hours six hours five hours and they feel like okay i need to do that I'm going to, I'm going to ask a question. At what point are you going to be able to do less? Yeah. Like start as you would like to continue. Oh, yes. If Set you, the foundation. Yeah. If you're comfortable doing like it's nine hours a day of work on your business, if you're a full-time entrepreneur or a solopreneur, or, you know, even if you're putting in that second job, basically, you know, your side hustle, as they used, you know, as we call it sometimes, if you're okay doing nine hours a day and you can see yourself doing that five years from now, carry on. Right. But if you're like, no, I think I thought I would just like get a running start and then like push the sled down the hill and climb on. And then I can just coast like, that's not how it works. So figure out what can you do in the time that you actually have and then spend the rest of that time taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, this is a marathon. Yes. And you will go so much. You won't go faster. You won't go faster if you work less. No. But you'll go in a way you can actually continue going and yeah. you'll love it. Sustainability, love baby. It. Sustainability. I'd much rather have a long, slow burn than a fire that burns it all down because you're going to burn out. Oh, my gosh. You can't. Yeah. And even if the people go, well, I'll hire other people to take care of it. No, you won't. You're just going to pick up more stuff because at this point you think that if you work nine hours a day, that's what makes the business successful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're that you have to stick to the amount of time you have. And I'm serious. If that is two or three hours a day, but you can find what really works for you in that time, you're going to go, like you said, you're not going to go faster, but you're going to go farther. Yeah. And I love that too, because oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we think we need to be doing all the things, but if you really look at, and I love doing time audits to see, you know, what did I actually accomplish today? Where did, where did I spend my time? The yeah. amount of time you're scrolling on social media is not working. Watching cat videos on YouTube is not working. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So focusing on those most important pieces, the money making pieces, the content creation pieces, where are you focusing your attention? And I think when we do that, then it rounds it out to like a three or four hour 
really of creative expression time in your business. And then the rest of it's all fluff. So work those focused three to four hours and then be done. Yes. I think that's so important. Yeah. I think for some people, that's totally the way to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to also say for some people putting in five hours, but spreading it into little chunks where you have cat videos throughout there, but you're not doing like a half an hour of cat videos. I love the, um, I love the Pomodoro method. I haven't read a book. I haven't gone to a training, whatever. Basically it's 25 minutes of work, five minute break. I like, I like my little half hours, 25 of work, five minute break. And then after you do that a couple of times, then you do like a 20 minute work, 10 minute break. There's like a little longer break in there. Yeah. I found that works for me. Cause I can't, I can't like ovaries to the wall work for four hours straight. Well, you're a seven, you need to move. So <laughs> yeah, I love the Pomodoro technique as well. I've used that in the past. And I think what really comes down to is that you need to first and foremost, understand who you are and how you best operate. And every single entrepreneur is going to be different. There are entrepreneurs. I have clients that work at midnight, one in the morning, because that's when they're most creative. And I know not to message them at 9 a.m. because they're sleeping, right? So just being aware of how you best operate is really important. If you want to work at midnight, great, but don't get up at six in the morning and get back to work again. Give yourself lots of space in between and lots of that self-care. I think that's really important. Yeah. So Sarah, if you could share something with our audience about current events, what's happening in the world without time stamping it too much. I mean, there's just a lot going on in our world. What is it that you would share with our audience? I think what I found about what's what's going on in the last year. So like, you know, not today and whoops, now we hear about it three months from now. And oh, that was an interesting day that she talked about. <laughs> Talk about roughly the year is, Again, when I'm when I'm working with these high achieving moms, and again, high achieving means you get shit done. It doesn't mean that you have a number of letters after your name. It doesn't mean that you're making big money. It just means that at the end of the day, you go, okay, I got a lot done, or I really tried to get a lot done. Yeah. Um, mixing up with trying to school kids and the people that are you know able to work from home and how messed up that is, and the people who can't work from home and how messed up that is, added into what we already worked with. I'm a mom, I have a bonus kid, I have, sorry, I have a bio kid, two bonus kids and one on the way. Mm. So I I get the whole, how do you make all this work? And it doesn't always work. Plus, so we already had that. That was already the, you can't have it all. Now let's add in a pandemic and let's add in like major upheavals in, in social structures and how we take care of each other and who gets what and where the money goes and all of these really important but exhausting conversations that are happening. I have to say in terms of of social and now, I can't overstate how important it is to take care of ourselves. And when I talk about self-care, I don't mean mani-pedis. I don't mean getting- Like, I don't mean, I don't mean the, the, yes, it feels nice to look good. I'm not saying anything about that, but when I'm training folks and when I'm coaching folks, I avoid what I lovingly call white women yoga solutions. Mm-hmm. Now I am a white woman who loves yoga. So there is no hate in any of those categories. 
But I'm saying like the advice out there for, for folks for self-care is so focused on a really narrow slice of women yeah. and moms that most of us, most of us don't fit into it. So the people who say, oh, well, you know, when you're really stressed, go for a walk. I'm a mover. I love that idea. But that assumes that you have somebody else there to take care of the kids. Right. It assumes that you have the physical ability to a go walk. for a walk, that your neighborhood is safe enough to go for a walk. That, mm -hmm. Like, what if you have a partner that works second shift? I mean, are you good strolling around your neighborhood at 11 at night because that's when they got home? Right. Or no, okay, well, I guess I have to bring the kids with me at three in the afternoon and, you know, 20 minutes later, somehow one of them's naked. Like, I don't even know how that <laughs> happens. just trying to go for a damn walk, right? So the self-care piece isn't all of these other things. I'll tell you what, if my daughter has done something that has really annoyed me, I never go, hold on a second, I just had my nails done. Hold on, hold on. Gel tips mean I'm fine. You're okay. Let's have a conversation. Oh about like, that's not self-care. Oh, wonderful, but it's not real self-care. So I'm just going to, I'm going to drop this for your, for your listeners, right? An acronym that we work on in the self-care slaycation, which is the program that I do for trainings for, for organizations, but also the six day slaycation. It's the same one. It's called halt TM mm -hmm. and it's, Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, thirsty, that's the little T, and meditation, medication. Mm. So that's self-care. When I'm able to take care of those parts, mm -hmm. I have a foundation. So when my daughter does something that pisses me off, I'm not looking at my gel tips to see if that's going to get me through it. I'm going to be like, you know what? I've eaten recently. I've reached out to somebody so I don't feel alone. And I put water in my face hole. So yes, I can handle this like a human being. Or at the very least, be like, I need a minute. Like yeah. I can I can make decisions from a place of strength. So the, the piece that I'm sharing with people in this social time is that you cannot overstate the need for self-care, real self-care, that halt TM will cover your ass in a way that nothing else does. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And it's so important to realize what true self-care actually is for sure. Yeah. Sarah, I want to thank you for being on the show. This conversation as always has been amazing. And as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? <sighs> I dream of a campfire instead of a table. Because when we have a table of power, people have to bring their own chairs and there's never enough room. But in a campfire, everybody just scooches back, throws another log on the fire. There's enough room for everybody. We're going to make Ugh. some decisions together. Goosebumps. Thank you. Thank you for your dream and thank you for being on the show. Thanks so much, Cindy. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and you wish to help out another entrepreneur, share this episode out, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information, visit my website, cindyvanarnum.com, and where you can discover who you are, what you want, and how to get it. Thanks for joining us, and I'll see you next week.